0: The hosts of common sense investing have been helping their clients and listeners make sense of the markets for nearly three decades using a conservative diversified value-oriented approach to investing they strive to make you a better educated well-informed investor and now here's your host eric whiteman well thank you and welcome to this edition of common sense investing i'm your host eric whiteman partner here at the XML Financial Group. As you probably have seen, the market is in rally mode. Last week, the Fed pulled out the bazooka and let loose with a multi-trillion dollar stimulus package that's aimed at helping businesses, workers, and municipalities. And on top of that, Congress approved another relief package for small businesses and workers. It's signed, it's in place, it just hasn't fully worked its way through the economic and financial system yet. We're also seeing signs that the social distancing and the other measures we're taking, well, they're starting to work against the coronavirus, especially in places like New York. And there's even talk of getting things up and running again. We'll probably know more about that next week. Now, I could point to several wonky market measures that are saying to me that we've hit the bottom in the market. Things like the semiconductor index, the price of copper, the transports. I think the most bullish thing I see is the action the Fed is taking. Keep in mind that the Fed first cut rates on March 3rd, and that was just nine days after the S&P hit its peak, just when it fell below the 10% correction mark. Then on Sunday, March 15th, the Fed cut rates to zero as the S&P had fallen another 10% into bear market territory. Now, just to put these in these moves into perspective, the last time the S&P fell roughly 20% from its peak was on Christmas Eve 2018. And it took the Fed seven months to cut interest rates. Now, a retest of the lows is certainly possible, but I really don't want to fight the Fed here, as the old saying goes. They're on track to expand their balance sheet to over $11 trillion, almost tripling it. And the M2 Money supply growth is at the highest rate since World War II. A lot of this money won't find its way into the real economy, but what it will do is spill over into the banking system and asset prices, meaning stocks, are going to benefit from that. If you're a new listener, I've been saying for a few weeks now that I think you can buy some of the higher quality names. That is, if you can handle the ongoing volatility. Something that I mentioned in the past, the past couple of shows that I was looking for was when upside volume overwhelmed the downside volume by 10 to 1 for a couple of days. You know what? We got that last week. I don't think you need to be in a rush here. I don't think the market is going to be hitting new highs anytime soon. That's going to take a while. But I think this is a great time to allocate longer-term capital. If you're thinking of making some longer-term investments, well, One way you might want to consider doing it is by doing some sort of dollar cost averaging. That's a strategy where you invest a set amount at a set time, regardless of what the market is doing. Instead of trying to guess what the market is going to do every day, which is darn near impossible, you're putting the same amount of money in, say, every month, just like you do with your 401ks or TSP if you're a federal employee. Basically, you're putting in a little bit at a time instead of all at once. Yes, there are going to be times when the market is up and you might be buying high, but then there's also going to be times when the market is down and you're buying low. The theory is you're going to end up with a reasonable average price for the shares that you've purchased. That's one strategy you might want to think about. So the natural question is, if I'm more optimistic now, where do I find value? I've been saying a good place to look has been in the healthcare sector along with the financials and some tech names. Now, I'm changing this up a bit. Healthcare doesn't look as as attractive as it was. Most of the names have held in there pretty well. We've talked about uh, companies like Regeneron and Johnson & Johnson and Merck. They've, they've held up. Some have done actually really well. Of all the sectors that are out there, I think the best values now are in the financials, the consumer discretionary, and some of the tech names. For the financials, you've heard me talk about Berkshire Hathaway and US Bancor, Wells Fargo. You've heard me talk about those. So let me spend a minute on the consumer discretionary stocks and why I like them. I may be early, but I like them. As I said, the Fed is flooding us with liquidity, they care about household net worth. And the reason for that is, is because consumer spending accounts for about 70% of our economy. And they're going to do everything they can to keep stock and home prices up. They don't want them to collapse. If I'm right, and the U.S. economy avoids a great recession, and I think we do, then this economic collapse is going to end up proving to be transitory. And as the government slowly reopens the economy, hopefully in early May, then the U.S. consumer will come roaring back in the back half of the year. In the next couple of weeks, I'll talk about at least one of the stocks that I'm buying. I can't do it yet because I haven't bought all that I wanted for clients. This is really the time when you should look at your portfolio and think about rebalancing your asset allocation. Stocks have been hammered and that allocation may have gotten out of whack. Say you want 70% in stocks, 30% in income. You want that mix. Well, it may be the time to sell some bonds and buy stocks just to get it back into balance. I don't know, but you might want to look at something like that. Same thing with the stocks that you own. Maybe you don't own some of the highest quality businesses. Now might be the time to upgrade yourself or even do some swapping, meaning sell one stock and buy another that's very similar and lock in the losses. For example, if you own Exxon Mobil and it's in your portfolio at a loss, well, maybe you sell it and buy another integrated oil company like a BP or a Chevron CVX. Hey, make lemonade out of lemons. If I can help, give me a call. The number is 571-261-7670. Once again, 571 571- 261-7670. We'll put a plan together. Hopefully, if things do start to open back up, we'll do a couple events, hopefully in the early summer. Okay. Last week, I talked about supporting your local restaurants, and I gave you one of my go-tos for carryout here in Leesburg, Virginia, and that was Melt. Someone sent me an email saying one of their favorites was Taco Bamba. So let's give them a shout out today. I've been to the one in Falls Church, and I tell you, I can testify it's some good stuff. They have locations in Virginia and D.C., although I believe the D.C. location is shut down at the moment. But for you Virginia people, they have places or have locations in uh, Falls Church, Vienna, Springfield and Fairfax. And they also have what they call drop zones. If you and a couple of your neighbors get together together and you order, well, they might be able to bring it out to you. By the way, I'm not getting any free tacos out of this. Just want to make that clear. Tacos are the name of the game here. But if you want to try something else, try one of the tortas. I've had them. Basically, they're just big, yummy sandwiches. I had a torta cubana once, and it took me two days to eat the darn thing. It was that big. Again, if you can, support your local restaurants. These folks need your help. Okay. That's all we have time for today. I'll be back next week, and hopefully we'll be able to start talking about some individual stocks that you might be interested in. Until then, remember, it's just as important to protect your assets as it is to grow. This is Eric Whiteman for Common Sense Investing. listen to the show. Now it's time for the really good stuff. So listen up. It's the disclosures. The things I talk about during the show, well, they're just my opinion and are not necessarily those of the XML Financial Group. I typically own and trade the securities I talk about both personally and for my clients, but not all of them. Employees of XML and our affiliate broker dealer may be trading and providing advice regarding the securities I mentioned to their clients as well. Don't construe this as personalized advice or solicitation to buy or sell a security. No, you need to consult with your own financial advisor to see if it's appropriate for you. It's also not a substitute for tax or legal advice. I'd suggest you get someone who's qualified in these areas so you can get the advice you deserve. When talking about asset allocation, diversification, rebalancing, They don't guarantee better results and they don't eliminate the risk of losses. In investing, there are no guarantees. Just because you use these strategies doesn't mean you'll outperform someone or something who doesn't. I like to make projections and other forward-looking statements, which are just that, opinions, and they're not actual results. And they're only valid at the time of this recording. Things change constantly. The XML Financial Group is a registered investment advisor, but being registered doesn't imply any level of skill or training.